Here we go, entrepreneurs. Welcome back. I am very excited to travel to California today to sit down with Vanessa Gabriel, Forbes Next 1000, Marijuana Venture 40 Under 40, Rolling Stone Culture Council, and CEO and co-founder at Drop Delivery. She does it all, and it has been 10 years since marijuana was first legalized for recreational use. And since then, the cannabis industry has exploded into a multi-billion dollar industry and is finally starting to be taken seriously as a legitimate, lucrative business. If Mad Men is the Apple store of cannabis, her company, Drop Delivery, is the next Amazon. It is the first and only all-in-one compliant delivery managed platform in the cannabis industry, led by 30-year-old serial entrepreneur. It's not her first company. She is also the co-founder of Greenlight, which is the leading loyalty rewards and order ahead software in the cannabis industry designed to give businesses a competitive edge and to better retain their customers. Some other areas we're going to touch on today, reacting quickly and efficiently in a changing marketplace, app branding, how to do it, why to do it, and standing out from the crowd, how to scale in a highly regulated and emerging market, and so much more. Vanessa, it's great to see you. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, Vincent. Happy to be here. And yeah, thank you for letting me share my story. I look forward to learning all about it and everyone tuning in today. Stay tuned for the halfway point as we have an entrepreneur who is thriving in the marijuana sector today. I can't think of a more perfect to look journey to look at, excuse me, than Wiz Khalifa and his business sides of things, an article I found on Forbes. And then we'll get Vanessa's take on it. But we're going to go back in time to start, Vanessa. What led you to entrepreneurship? Why did you start this journey? Yeah, so I guess the Cliff Notes version is that I grew up around business basically my whole life. My dad's a serial entrepreneur as well. And so growing up, he I was around all of his different businesses. And I even have memories of sitting around um, the dinner table and helping him write payroll checks um, when he owned a, a commercial development business. And so, yeah, just always kind of knew that I wanted to be my own boss and have my own business one day. Not sure where, when, or how that was going to look like. Um, but yeah. What was your first, your last, excuse me, nine to five stop? Or where was your first last stop before you started this? This segment is sponsored by Bedrock Business Builders, a small business startup specialist. Start, build, manage. Um. Yeah. So my journey was like, I was in college. I started my own um, fashion online business, and that's how Mark, my CTO, and Jade, my sister, my CPO, joined me there. And me and Mark actually went to high school together. But yeah, so I mean, our journey together in entrepreneurship starts 10 years ago. Um, and then after that business uh, didn't exactly pan out the way we thought it was going to be because having inventory was just so expensive. Um I made my way back into kind of corporate, working really random jobs. I was a personal assistant to a handbag designer. I was a receptionist at a PR firm. I was helping someone um, doing Amazon FBA. And then eventually I landed a gig as a um, e-commerce marketing manager at a, a European beauty brand. So that was kind of my last stint um, in corporate. Yeah, I mean, it, it was cool. I got to travel to right. Europe for work, but I was also working in a basement in New York City wow. um, every day. And I also lived in a basement. So like being in a basement 24-7 was just terrible for my mental health. And always knew I wanted to get back into entrepreneurship somehow, some way. And Mark and Jade during that time 
um, had been working on a few projects together, like in the vape space. And then, yeah, Mark had the idea for Greenlight, called me up and I quit my job, moved to California and kind of never looked back. I was going to ask, because I know you said you were in California, New York. Where did you like better? You know, they're both different. And I feel like I always was going to end up back in California at some point um, to kind of live out the rest of my life. But I think if anybody has the opportunity to live in New York City, at some point they should do. I mean, I was only there for two and a half years, but honestly, it felt like 10 um, just because time and life is so different there. And it's such a unique experience to live there in that honestly set me on the path of like mobile apps and my sister Jade as well, because um, we were just inundated with technology and mm-hmm. how mobile apps really affect your lifestyle as someone living in New York City. I mean, you could get your food delivered, your laundry picked up and delivered and washed. You can get a doctor to come to your house um, via app. You could literally do anything with an app in New York City. So um, coming from a really small town, a suburban town, and then going to the jungle. Um, I think it was like our eyes were kind of wide open to the possibilities of what mobile technology could do. Yeah. uh, Two and a half feels like 10. It's a New York minute for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm from Long Island. I'm not from the city. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Been to the city quite a bit. I'm just off on the cold weather. I traded my snowflakes for palm trees and I, yeah, I can't give them back at this point now. Yeah. I, I like my warm weather. But on your path of entrepreneurship, you've accomplished a lot. Congrats on that success. What are some of the more challenging areas you find of being on your own? You know, something that we have always done is like bootstrapped um, every single project or company that we've always worked on, but have always been open to the idea of you know, investment, whether that was traditional or non-traditional, whether it was family and friends, etc. Um, and I was successful, like with my first business doing a family and friends round. Um, but since that business didn't exactly pan out, I kind of didn't want to go back to that option. Um, and so, yeah, and even with following, you know, the traditional route of fundraising, we, we just were, for whatever reason, never successful. And I mean, I can't even tell you how many meetings I've had with like, you know, VC firms and angels and private investors and all these sorts of things. And um, even after successfully selling or, you know, selling green light and having that be acquired and having that under a belt, even with drop, it was still, you know, something really hard to come by. And so when we came across the idea for crowdfunding, um, you know, we were like, this is amazing because people can decide if they want to invest in us, if they believe in us, believe in where we're going, believe in the vision and want to be a part of it. And yeah, so we did our first crowdfunding raise in 2020 and it was super successful. We raised a million dollars in like eight weeks, I think. Um, Yeah. And then that, you know, helped Mm -hmm. us decide and put us on the path of doing it again. So we're currently in another um, crowdfunding raise and you can find that at republic.com currently. Um, if you want to, if anybody wants to check it out. Um, but yeah, so the one thing is like, don't be discouraged. You're going to hear a lot of no's before you hear the right yes. And that, you know, for our journey, for our fundraising journey, all those no's for multiple years led us to crowdfunding, which was, you know, the yes that we needed and the yes that made sense for us. Um, so, so many no's, no after no after no. 
most most weeks probably for me are all no's and then you get the one yes that pushes the week and makes it finally worth it you mentioned something there crowdfunding for everyone tuning in today who's unfamiliar please touch on that yeah so crowdfunding allows literally anyone um to be an early stage investor or even a late stage investor depending on the company Mm -hmm. and the type of um crowdfunding campaign someone's doing but yeah so you know typically Fundraising and investment is usually reserved for accredited investors where you have to have a certain amount of income and assets, et cetera. But with crowdfunding, you know, normal people like you and me, if we want to uh, be a part of a company and invest and be a shareholder, um, we can. Um, so, yeah, everybody can go check that out at republic.com. That link is in the show description. Just scroll down and you will find out all about what she is up to. But let's Talk more about this current business. You mentioned that you're doing some funding for it. Let's tune everybody in who hasn't heard of it. Yeah. So Drop Delivery is an all-in-one delivery management solution for cannabis retailers. So specifically, um, a majority of our clients are delivery-only cannabis businesses, um, and we provide them everything that they would need to run their day-to-day operations. So we have inventory management, um, compliance tracking, um, e-commerce in the form of, you know, a mobile app or um, a standalone that they can shop online. We have our own uh, built-in house uh, last mile logistics. So we have our own driver app and dispatch. And then lastly, um, marketing tools built in along with um, loyalty and retention tools as well. So really everything that you would need to, you know, really be successful in running your um, cannabis delivery business. I love this. Now, it just seems like there's not much like it. Yeah, no, there's nothing like it. We are the only one in the industry because, you know, it's like five companies in one company. So, you know, it's a huge platform to build and manage and run. First of all, it takes a lot of money to build something of this size. So I think those two things alone have probably scared um, everybody else from doing it and, you know, having people, other companies only focus on very niche solutions or offerings, maybe just one piece of the puzzle. But, you know, for us, um, no dream is too big and no challenge is too scary. Um, So, yeah, we decided to build an all-in-one solution. Yeah, I I really, again, I just love the fact they went after something that hasn't been done. You filled a need for, and is this just in California or is this every state? Where can people access Um, this? No, yeah, we are in multiple states um, across the country and even in a few um, territories in Canada. But yeah, I mean, if someone is in um, the cannabis delivery business, uh, please reach out. Feel free um, to let us know and maybe even, you know, have a call with us and we can see if we are operating in your state. Oh, yes, absolutely. And is it strictly marijuana set up or is it what else is it or is this? Um, You know, you we have um, fielded like, you know, inquiries for CBD businesses as well. Okay. But um, a majority of our clients are um, cannabis at this time. But, you know, we really think of ourselves as a technology company that just offers software for cannabis businesses. And um, we are excited to eventually expand and, you know, utilize the technology um, for other industries such as um restaurants or retail um in the future thank you yeah everyone listening on i tried to ask her a few questions so you can see if this is right for you and your location she has a lot to offer be sure to go to that link and before we hop into this week's spotlight story let's ask you vanessa something to help our audience out what is one app book workshop tool anything you use to help helps you succeed that can help our audience succeed as well 
Yeah, a tool that we've been using ever since our inception as a business and even um, during our green light days as well has been Monday. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess like project management tool, but I mean, it's really so much more than that. It's so customizable. We use it to track literally anything and everything from client payments to um, our dev strategy to yeah, product management, um, literally anything and everything um, because it is so customizable that you can really make it whatever you want. Um, yeah, my team uses it for anything and everything. Love that tool. Um, and yeah, it's been our ride or die as a business. Is it like a CRM tool? Yeah, it is. But like I said, it's so much more. You can literally track, do anything. You can create all these different types of boards. There's so many different, um, customization tools that, like I said, you could, anything you would like to track, um, you can as a business, not even just, you know, client stuff. So, well, I'm certainly going to check it out right now. I started using Salesflare. Shout out to a past guest, Jeroen in Belgium. He launched Salesflare CRM tool and I've been hooked on it. It's helped me a lot and I've actually gotten some success with it, which is great. But I think it is now a great time to hop into this week's spotlight story. Since we have an all-star in the marijuana industry with us today, I can't think of a better article to go over than Wiz Khalifa. And now, what, over three years of weekly shows, I'm surprised I haven't done Wiz Khalifa. I'm really looking forward to learning more about the business sides of things. Cannabis icon Wiz Khalifa's weed brand, Khalifa Kush, launched in California to adoring fans. As long as the Grammy and Golden Globe-nominated rapper has been creating music, he has been advocating for cannabis. The brand launched in California through an exclusive partnership with Cookies. That's because Khalifa and Cookies founder, Burner, go way back, the article puts. The duo started working together in 2010 and founded in 2016. The Khalifa Kush product lineup today includes flour, pre-rolls, vapes, edibles, and concentrates. It's on the stores all over the Midwest, it seems, and it's its own lifestyle brand where they offer hoodies and hyper the apparel with Sony psychedelic sentiments like stay positive and stoned or smoke better weed. I think that's a great lesson right there, everyone, that you can extend your brand through hoodies, merchandise, apparel. I've done it with my book promo. The article continues to go on that the brand is expanding here in 2022, where they come to Florida, actually, with an exclusive partnership with True Leaf Cannabis, Inc., Beginning this summer, consumers can expect Khalifa Kush on shelves in these medical dispensaries across Florida, and he still wants to expand his brand, expand his business to Pennsylvania and Michigan. He also, as an entrepreneur, has a rap label, Taylor Gang, which has artists like Ty Dolla Sign, Juicy Day, Project Pat, and Chevy Woods, and also has a partnership with Student Glass. This is a unique smoking device that is called a Gravity Infuser, an innovative and elegant reimagining of the gravity bong. And he's got his hands in a lot here from just rap music to now opening stores, his record label. What do you like best about his story, Vanessa? I've been like a Taylor Gang fan and like was Khalifa fan since I was like in high school. Um, So yeah, I think oh, good. You know, it's totally on brand for him as, you know, an artist and as a human to obviously, um, you know, make his way into cannabis and having his own company. So, yeah, and I think even to, I mean, the partnership with Student Glass, like it's all about the experience, I think. And that's what we, we really pride ourselves on as a company. So seeing something like that beautiful, um, uh, you know, in a gravity infuser type bong um, looks super cool. It looks super chic. And um, I think it's something that, you know, will entice people 
to, you know, and it's not something that kind of looks like the traditional stuff. So yeah, I think it's super cool what he's doing, especially partnering too with cookies. You know, they're one of the most iconic um, brands here in California. Um, so yeah, I think they're going to be super successful. You say you're a big fan. I'm gonna have to ask you here. What's your favorite song? Oh, I mean, honestly, the first thing that comes to mind and yeah, it was very popular, but I went to CU Boulder for college and our colors were black and yellow. Oh. So when the black and yellow song came out, like we would just play that all the time um, at football games and at tailgates and everything, because it literally was like the perfect um, anthem for our school and sports. So, I mean, that was just literally the first thing that came to mind. Can't argue with that. But before we yeah. let Vanessa go... Time for my favorite question. Which entrepreneur throughout history would you choose to sit down with, dead or alive? Yeah, so one that comes to mind and that I actually use their product a lot, um, my whole team does, is the founder of Calendly. So it's, you know, yeah. personal calendar booking um, and even for companies too. But yeah, I mean, he bootstrapped it, didn't take any money and grew that, you know, to be over $3 billion, um, his company and, you know, being in the SaaS space as well. And he had like three failed companies before that. So like definitely been on a similar journey. Um, and you know, hopefully, yeah, I would just love to pick his brain someday. I think, yeah, one bootstrapping it two continuing after having, you know, some failed companies and then yeah, growing it to be, you know, a you know, over a few billion dollars worth. So, um, yeah, it's always really cool to see companies do that. And I think he'd obviously have a lot to share. That's a pretty awesome choice. And I have not heard that, I think, on this show. I don't believe anybody's made that choice. Let's take it a step further. Where would the meeting go down if you could choose that as well? Um, You know, I actually got into golfing with my family like during COVID. And it's been something really fun to do. And I totally get it now why like golfing and business meetings and stuff, because one, you get to hang out with people, but to golf and like, you know, drink and have a good time at the same time. So I think like, honestly, doing that with someone um, would actually be fun. Great choice there, Vanessa. Thank you so much for taking the time to join this community of entrepreneurs. I had a great yeah. time connecting with you, learning your story. Please remind everybody where they can find more about your company, but as well to say hello to you. Yeah, um, so you can find us at dropdelivery.com. Um, that is our company website. And then, of course, you can check out our fundraising campaign on Republic. So that's republic.com slash dropdelivery. And then also feel free, you know, to... Um, give us a follow on like LinkedIn, connect with me on LinkedIn as well. My name is just the, on my profile and yeah, please feel free to reach out anytime. I love connecting with other people and yeah. Be sure to check out her content and check out her funding. She is fundraising for a great cause up to more trying to scale, make a larger difference. Do your best to help her out. And I'm at Vincent A. Lancy and the show is at that entrepreneur show hashtag that entrepreneur show. Be sure to head to YouTube to see a video preview of this show. And with that, I am signing off here in Tampa to California. Vanessa, thank you. Thanks, Vincent.